Hey everyone, you're listening to Goddamn GameCube, a podcast where we discuss video game franchises and video game industry topics that we're passionate about. This is part three of the Kingdom Hearts retrospective. How the hell did we make it this far? Yeah, <laughs> kill me. Um, yeah, seriously. Okay, so having never played any of these games, you know, I was a, a young adult during this time period from what, 2009 till 2019. And this sort of... Like, um, everyone's waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3 to come out, but it's not out, and they're just putting together a bunch of, like, sp- like spin-offs, and, like, I don't know why they did this. It's like, cash grabs. Yeah, it's- I mean, I just, I, I remember, like, this was, like, I'm trying to think, 2009 to 2019, that was, like, that was, like, the past 10 years of my life, from, like, the end of high school into, like, being an adult, and I just, like... I just couldn't believe like how many games came out before the official three. And I'm going to let Josh kind of take it away into what is this called? Birth by sleep. Yes. The- <laughs> Does this have to do with the nap time in the first game? I was going to ask the same thing. No, that God was, damn it. That was Why is it not. No, that was kingdom hearts. I sleep. This is kingdom hearts. Birth <laughs> by shit. sleep. Very di- what did she say? Kingdom hearts. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit, but also bullshit. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. This is the one. Um, I think Matt had mentioned it a few installments earlier where we affectionately call it um, kingdom Hearts zero. Oh um, no, Resident Evil Zero is so bad. Resident Evil Zero. Are there any? Wait a minute. Can we do a quick rapid fire? Are there any zeros we like in any franchise? Uh, no. Off no. the top of my head is no. Mega Man Zero. Mega Man Zero. Mega Man Zero All right, is good. Continue right back on it. Hit it. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So <laughs> no. Kingdom Hearts Zero, aka Birth by Sleep, stars Billy Cohen and Rebecca Chambers. <laughs> 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 Sorry, go ahead. I was going to go with Bill Cosby, but I oh, like no. yours better. That's, oh no. my God, that's terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go ahead. Um, all right, so this game came out. It was January 2010, dropped for the PSP in the... It was a it, PSP game? It was. It oh. keeps with the tradition. Oh. For some reason, Nomura had a fetish for handheld consoles for these spinoffs, and I don't know why. I just... So are they spinoffs if they relate to the main plot? I don't even... Does that count as a spinoff? Financially, yes. Okay. Yes! <laughs> it generates money because of source material that's somehow related to the key plot. So yeah, technically spinoff. Um, so yeah, in this one, we're introduced to three new characters who mimic our three core characters from the franchise. We've got Ventus, Aqua, and Terra, three young Keyblade wielders, um, two of which who are training to obtain... Is this like a Jedi thing? Like, why are there it's Keyblade exactly wielders? Like, yes! And it's actually, there are, there are several parallels to Star Wars in this. Yep. And uh, just uh, as an example, one of the characters, Master Ericus, is uh, voice... <laughs> Which is an anagram for square. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Dude, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to distract too much from this. I just had a whole conversation with one of my friends about like that whole like mid 2000s era of companies we liked and companies we started to dislike. Like Square's got to be one of them. Absolutely. It's like, God damn it. Well, the reason why his name is Master Ericus is because. I don't Yen, even want to know. So do you know, do you know Yen Sid? No. <laughs> Do you know the, the magician from Fantasia? Big the blue, hat, the, big beard. Oh, 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 when okay. Mickey has like the wash buckets. Yeah, that come yeah, 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 yeah. His name is Yen Sid, which is an anagram for Disney. So Square thought they were important enough to make an anagram of their name and insert so the character. God, I hate, I hate, the, I hate yeah. Square so much. And as much. if that wasn't a, like you had mentioned, where we've got parallels to Star Wars, guess who Master Ericus is voiced by? Um, Mark, what's yes. his no, Yes. Yeah. No. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. No. Are you fucking Mark kidding Hamill me? This game takes Erica's. a lot of beats from Star Wars. I was just going to say, like, for a game... What was this on the PSP? PSP. Yep. Can you... Full voice acting. Can you imagine how much money they spent on all these aspects to this game that don't matter? Like, let's get Mark Hamill yes. for this fucking <laughs> PSP game. Uh, there's another character that's voiced by Leonard Nimoy. Yep. Oh, that poor guy. He voiced some characters right in a row before he died. Although this role, I actually really like him in this role. Yeah. He kind of fits as that evil old bastard kind of vibe. Um, So going back here, um, we've got our three new characters, Ventus, Aqua, and Terra. Ventus and... No, not Ventus. Aqua and Terra are going for what's referred to as their Mark of Mastery exam, which will allow them to become quote-unquote Keyblade Masters if they pass. It's basically Star Wars at this point. Um, 
and basically Ventus is like the younger, Ventus is Anakin basically, like young Anakin, just kind of watching shit go on, but he thinks he can participate and help out. Um, when did Disney acquire Star Wars? It wasn't it was it way was after 20, this? Wasn't it? it was like a couple years after this. Why yeah. did they think Star Wars was a good idea? Everyone hated Star Wars during this time. Not Tetsuya Nomura. Oh, no. <laughs> he was all over that shit. Um, so, anyways, um, we're also introduced to the Master Xehanort, who we've referred to Xehanort as the apprentice of Ansem the Wise, going back to Kingdom Hearts 2's plotline. However. You're gonna. This is all gonna become one giant clusterfuck in a matter of minutes. Um, Master Xehanort is the elder version of Xehanort. Um, so basically, picture just balding old man, gold uh, goatee, but he's a Keyblade Master, just like Erica says. Basically, but wait, Xehanort was a young guy in Kingdom Hearts, and this game takes place before the events of Kingdom Hearts One. So how, how is, is he it possible? Old? Oh, we're gonna go into there. I have nothing to say. I don't. I don't care. But go ahead. <laughs> no, you're getting it. You're getting it. You're gonna like it. Okay. Go the rest ahead. of us had to go through this metal slog. You're getting. I'm it actually too. really happy you guys are going through all these, so I don't have to play them. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I said, compare us to the wiki. It's like 99.9, basically. Jesus. Um. So yeah. So this is basically a prequel to the events of the first game, like Matt had mentioned. Um. Basically, Master Xehanort is watching. Aqua and Terra compete in their Mark of Mastery exam in which at one point the two of them have to fight each other, kind of like a sparring match basically. Um, but Terra, much like Riku, has insecurities about his own power and his own abilities. And Xehanort takes advantage of that by seeing this vulnerability and asking him like, oh, have you ever considered, you know, embracing your darkness and let that be part of your power? He basically plants the seed of darkness shouldn't be feared you can control it and harness it to enhance your own abilities that has worked in every fucking fantasy game (laughs) exactly it goes badly in every fucking game man oh yeah have any of these video game characters played video games like what the fuck come on man He's Xehanort's that guy who's like, that stripper doesn't want your money. There's a genuine connection there. Like he's <laughs> hey, hey, Josh, what happens with the Mark of Mastery exam? So at the Mark of Mastery exam, uh, Terra embraces his darkness and shoots off a, um, I, how do I even describe it? It's like a shadow Hadouken, basically. And Erica sees that and he goes, bro, you can't do that. You embraced your darkness. Like, I can't pass you, but Aqua passes. Take a seat, young Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's 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 so Star Wars it hurts. Um, so yeah, continuing on that, Aqua passes. Terra doesn't. This leads Terra to have the whole well, what's wrong with me complex? I'm only doing what Master Xehanort told me to do. This leads him to pursue Master Xehanort through the different worlds, which again you're doing Disney landmarks again to advance the plot. This time, because you've got three characters, you can do three unique playthroughs. You do get the opportunity to play as Ventus, Aqua, and Terra. So three times the content, basically. Each one has No, more like three times the retreads. Oh, I get to go through this area again, except as this character. Wow. Are they markedly different? Or yes and no. There's some areas exclusive to each character. Yeah, but there's a lot of the characters backpedaling. play differently. Yes, yes. actually. Oh, okay. So gotcha. each character has their own unique fighting style. Basically, mm-hmm. Terra is the typical, you know, power-based mashem kind of combat. Um, any of his skills that he acquires are more power-centric. Aqua's the magic user of the group, and she's a lot more nimble, so she has a lot more evasive abilities, and she's able to use spells that have stronger abilities, things like that. Um, Ventus is the... Fuck, he just sucks. (laughs) Ventus is like the kid flailing with a sword, basically. It's the best way I know how to describe it. He, like tumbles around he holds his keyblade sideways like up against his back which i never understood and he like swings it like an uppercut kind of deal and that makes the combat frustrating as shit when you're playing through his levels because you have no reach you have to be point blank with enemies to actually hit them the hitboxes are just stupid and this is this is a 3d action game yes Yes. like like the the main installment yes so this is going back to the 3d action which the combat in this goes back to the core elements of one and two which was great fine with that it's just ventus's playthrough is fucking absurd 
It adds um, the command deck too, which is, I actually liked a lot. Yeah, you want to explain the command deck actually a little bit? Sure. It's actually, believe it or not, um, the cards from Chain of Memories were the starting oh. point from this. Um, except it has nothing to do with numbers or anything. It's more to do with that. Remember how I said that loading mechanism with the cards? Um, so it's kind of like that, except um, rather than cards, you have various commands that are special abilities. So in the in the previous games, they might be loaded as um, you know quick time events or something. But in this, you can actually customize essentially a deck of special attacks um and each time you use it it has a burn off time where you have to wait a while before you use it again and most of your major attacks are going to be through that you can always use your standard three hit combo um but because of that and there's a lot of melding of the commands and mixing and matching there's a lot of customization in it that i actually um i mean if it's one thing i think the game did pretty well it's definitely uh that element of the gameplay yeah like you can easily fuse together like firega and like a slashing ability and make like a disgustingly op move and just gut the first so half of the game for like a, from a gameplay perspective you guys found it pretty engaging yeah yes i would agree even with for that. a psp game yeah i was yep. honestly I, like i said i i don't know your feelings on it but i genuinely enjoyed this one i, I this, agree this yeah. is probably the last game where i said you know what i like this game well, I, I was going to ask you next. Um, do you guys think that now that what is this the fifth installment? Yeah, now technically, you, yes. Yeah, now that you're in the fifth installment, did you guys still feel the sort of engagement with the you know? Because when you guys were talking about the first game, you were like, "Oh man, you know this music really gets me into. It. I'm so into these worlds." Or do you kind of feel like you're kind of going through the motions with this one? Or maybe was this a little bit of a revitalization? There was a little bit of a revitalization element to it, and I think part of that um, is why I stuck with the series, because it seemed like um, every once in a while they'd turn out one that was at least serviceable compared to the shitty ones before it. Um, I agree with Josh, this is probably the last... This, not probably, this is the last good one. Um, yeah. Yikes. But, uh, yeah, I I'm I was still engaged with it, uh, despite the fact that once we get into the story elements in a little bit, you guys, your eyes are going to glaze over with some of the oh, character excited. connections. Remember, oh, remember, remember the, the flow charts. I hope you have them ready, because yep. there's Shit. extra arrows that you have to point to other characters. There's more layers. There's more curtains to be pulled back i mean you might as well start going into the story now because i mean we have in this segment here we're gonna go through all the games before kingdom hearts 3 so this is really you know the segment to really this is the big middle section so you might as right. well get started let let's me try to it. let me yeah, try you to know be... what let's not get started let's plow right through here oh, yeah baby yeah all right so continuing onward um after so basically like i said each character has their own unique playthrough um, Terra's whole storyline is he's pursuing Master Xehanort because he wants to figure out, you know, what can I do with this darkness? What, like, can I control it? Is it going to consume me? Like, why are you having me do this? Um, basically seeking power, but also clarity. Um, trying to resolve his own demons. I kind of like it. Um, Aqua is looking for Terra, basically, to be like, hey, fuckhead, stop doing the darkness. Um, and that's about it. That's all you need to summarize her plotline. Ventus is, I want to be included. So that's literally it. Okay. So, so Ventus is like the annoying kid brother of the trio. If I, if I could just add a little bit to that. So, um, with Terra's piece of it, as far as like, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I such a bad person for using the darkness? Interesting in concept. However, when your execution is that you go to Neverland and then you're, you see Captain Hook and you say, huh, he seems like a nice guy. Oh, Maybe yeah. I should help him. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. That's the you thing. come off as a dumbass. Yeah. And that's the difference between Terra and Riku. So a, a lot of, as Josh mentioned earlier, they draw parallels between this trio and the trio from the yeah. original game. 
Um, is this trio just way worse? It, not um, way worse, but there are things about them that are not as well done. And that's yeah. one example would be he, just... He empathizes with the villains, basically. That's, but, but, but stupid Disney very, villains. But it's not very relatable. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, of course Captain Hook's a bad guy. What the fuck are yeah. you doing? He's, got, like, a, he's got that mustache. Got. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to reiterate. Have any of these video game characters played video games? Yes, like, yeah. Come on. Um, he's like terrorizing kids on an island. That's like yeah, come so on, Epstein dude. at hearts. You know the so Ventus, who parallels Sora, is just a whiny bitch. He's kind of <laughs> obnoxious. Uh, the only one I actually would say favorable things about. It's not high praise, but Aqua compared to Kyrie is uh, much better because she's an actual agent yeah. versus Kyrie is to be rescued. Aqua actually goes around and gets shit done. So it was kind of like finally in this series. There's a character, there's a female character that I can root for that does shit and that isn't fucking Shion. Yeah, right? and she's actually, it's, I don't want to say like that strong role model type deal, but I mean, if I had to pick any female character from this series to be like, you should like identify with this person, I'd say Aqua because it's like she actually has some semblance of ability and usefulness and motivation, like it's nice. We're also introduced to the most original, like, name alteration. We've got Ventus. Ventus needs a dark counterpart. So now we have Vanitas. What does that mean? Vanitas actually is, I believe, um, I forget if it's Roman or they all, those Greek. Yeah, um, but Vanitas means, like, uh, I don't know, something bad. That's all I know. Ven okay. So, actually, Ventus, like Terra, and Aqua in, like, Greek, I think, means sea, land, yeah, and, and, and sky. Um, yeah. Kind of like Sora, Kairi, and Riku in Japanese actually mean the same thing. Yeah. Ooh. The parallels. Yeah. It's fucking deep. Um, so yeah, we've got Vanitas, and now you're all wondering, well, who the fuck is Vanitas, and why does he look like Sora? Because that's another thing. Vanitas, you know how Roxas looks like? Well, no, Roxas, oh god, now I'm gonna you go down. You didn't even explain it, man. I'm gonna go down this rabbit hole. It's because in my brain I'm like, no, but you need to do this, because this links back. So, if you look at footage from the game, you'll see Roxas and Ventus look a lot like each other. Not a lot like. Ventus looks exactly like Roxas, which makes no sense because this takes place 10 years before Kingdom Hearts 1, over 10 years before Roxas was even born. So how is there this person that looks exactly like Roxas? Oh, yeah, I know. Because they're it. trying to make money. Okay. <laughs> oh, because I, money. I narrowed it down. I, I got it, actually, to, to a science. I think I figured it out there. So you've got that parallel there. You've got Vanitas, who looks like Sora, but with black hair and yellow eyes. And that's all fine and dandy. So the whole origin of Vanitas was that at one point, Ventus, you might have to help me clarify the details here, but Ventus, his heart was basically split in two, where you had the light being Ventus and the dark being Vanitas. Right, so they were one person. So Master Xehanort essentially splits Ventus's heart in two. The light half stays as Ventus, the dark half becomes Vanitas. And uh, as far as why Vanitas looks like Sora, it's because, so Ventus's heart is damaged and he goes comatose and it connects remotely with Sora's heart, who at the time is a child. And Sora's heart fills in the missing part of his heart and so Vanitas looks like Sora because they're filling in the same part of Ventus's heart. This logic is I'm not even joking. So then, the answer. And then, this is so bad. Wait, wait, wait. And then Roxas looks like Ventus because when the when Sora's heart, um, what is it, is consumed and he becomes a heartless, and then you get Roxas created. What is it? It's like So so you're that you're so I'm in the that. ballpark, but I don't know where the fuck to sit. Well, what that like? so, so this is what happens. Well, you have to get to what happens at the end of Birth by Sleep in order to understand why he looks well, like Why don't you take us right to the end? All right, here, so because gonna, this, this well, franchise is a fucking disaster. All right, so we're going to skip right to the end. The yeah. end of this game, one of the coolest fucking endings, I think, mm. in the series in terms of the final battles and in terms of what actually kind of happens. I thought it was pretty cool. So basically, the events of the game get you to the point where the three um, young Keyblade wielders 
meet Master Xehanort and Vanitas on this desolate plain with a bunch of rusted keyblades stabbed into the ground known as the Keyblade Graveyard. Really cool scenery. Um, and they fight the two of them there. So it's the three on two, basically. And Xehanort just kicks the shit out of everybody. And Vanitas and Ventus fight each other. And that's a whole shit show. And basically, Xehanort wants to unite Ventus and Vanitas. I'm on the right track, right? To create what is pronounced as the Keyblade, but what is spelled as the X-Blade. Um, Matt, if you want to mention the meaning behind we're taking an X and pronouncing it as key. Yeah, so it's the it's the Greek letter key, Fuck which you. looks like a kind of like a cursive X. Fuck yeah. you. So it's the, this, this X, we'll call it X-Blade just to make it yeah, clear. Sure. This X-Blade was essentially the original... Lightsaber, yes. right? That's and a, yeah. all other <laughs> yeah. keyblades came from it. Yes. Um, and, and so there is uh, a, allegedly the the story is that if a heart of pure light and a heart of pure darkness clash with keyblades, they will form the X blade. And so that's why Master Xehanort split Ventus yes. into a light half and a dark because half. Because he wants that blade to open Kingdom Hearts and get the power inside. So, so it's like a, the center of a Tootsie Roll? How many senseless murders does it take to get to the center of a, how, pl- of a plot device? How many light and dark hearts does it take to make the keyblade? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> One. Oh Two. <laughs> Stab. <laughs> Actually, it's 21. I'm yeah, but we'll joking. get to that later. Why don't, I mean, why don't you guys maybe... <laughs> so I'm getting yeah. to the... I'm wrapping it up, I swear. No, no, I... <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I swear, this is... The, we're going to put the bow on it. Thank Ugh. God. All right. Please, go ahead. So we're going to put the bow on it. So anywho, Ventus and Vanitas fight. Ventus fucks up because he's incompetent. Xehanort and Terra go at a big bat. Actually, fucking Xehanort grabs Ventus, does that like sub-zero freeze move basically to him, and just drops him off a cliff, and that's it for Ventus basically. And then Xehanort and Terra go at it, because we've been building up to this moment where it's like, hey, you fucked up my life, but like at the same time, what the fuck? Like that's the only way I know how to describe the interaction between these two characters. And then you find out Xehanort was basically grooming Terra to be his new vessel. Now this ties into, well, wait a minute, he's old in this game, he's young in that game, how the fuck did that happen? Because Xehanort was getting Terra to embrace the darkness so that Terra would become inhabitable for old Xehanort to put his heart into, to take over Terra's body, to become young again, and it just blows my fucking brain out. Um, this is so, a multibesia bullshit right here. Yeah, essentially, Good it's God. it's grooming he be, a vessel. He becomes Darth Vader. So so <laughs> can we can we can we just briefly track the trajectory of not even your protagonist but the antagonist because you can do it with both. And you know I keep going back to this, but the flow chart it's really true. So in chronological order here, we have old Master Xehanort uses his heart to possess Terra. And becomes the Terra young Nord. apprentice. That's what that's the fans what call they him. Call Terra Nord. It's, it's, he's he's referred to by the fans as Terra Nord. Terra Nord. Oh, it doesn't actually have an. Because there's name. so many okay. there's so many variations of the characters that the fans actually have to come up with these names just to understand who. Well, which version of the character are you talking about? Oh my God. So he inhabits the young version who becomes apprentice Xehanort, who then splits into Ansem Seeker of Darkness, which is the Heartless, and Xemnas, which is the Nobody. But remember, Ansem took the identity of Ansem, the Wise. His real name was Xehanort. So that's that's it so far. That's as far how, as, that's and it how keeps we're coming going. full circle. Jesus Christ. And the game ends with Aqua, when you play her storyline through, facing Terranort in the middle of what is referred to as Radiant Garden, which becomes Hollow Bastion, they do this big showdown. Terranort summons his come guardian. Oh, and then that's <laughs> basically just the ending of it. And um, what is it? He banishes Aqua to the realm of darkness, right? So, that's how it ends. So here's here's what happens to our, our three heroes. So Ventus manages to f- de- defeat his dark part, Vanitas, but at a cost because he's destroying a part of his own heart. So he becomes comatose again. He sleep. And he goes to sleep. <laughs> and... Uh, 
Aqua actually takes him to this castle in a place called Land of Departure, which becomes Castle Oblivion, the, the place from Chain of Memories. See how everything loops? Um, and seals him away in there to sleep. So he's been sleeping throughout the entirety of the series for like so 12 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I sleep real yeah. shit. I've been sleeping through this whole fucking thing the last 20 years. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. As you said, Terra becomes basically the villain of the series because his body becomes possessed by old master Xehanort. Yep. Um, and then Aqua tries to save Terra and remove master Xehanort's heart. She fails, but um, in the process, so she gets sucked into the realm of darkness and kind of like Ventus throughout the entirety of the series, she has just been locked in the realm of darkness and we didn't even know it the whole yep. time. Wow. Left to um, wander. And um, Xehanort, or the young version, loses his memories because of the fight with uh, Aqua. So yep. he forgets that he was a Keyblade wielder or any of this shit. So that just so they can justify it so that the rest of the series makes sense. Yeah, which is why in 2, when you see the cutscene with him being Ansem the Wise's apprentice, he seems just like this regular schmuck instead of this Keyblade master, basically. They right. have to make him a regular person. I will say... Out of all, like I said, the cinematics in those final battles is really fucking cool, especially when Ansem does like the raised hand thing and all yeah. the keyblades come up in a whirlwind and shit. Yep. Like that was dope. They had a really cool concept thing there. Um, I did like the lingering will versus your own body fight. That was pretty dope. You that, f you you fight as the armor that was covering Terra. Yeah, you're like the last lingering portion of his like heart fighting against your possessed self. Which that was actually a pretty cool concept and a cool fight. <laughs> Greg, I see your eyes just you rolling I was, back. You said I was gonna get glazed over like yeah. during this. This is like this story stuff is just like unbelievable. Yeah. By that I mean like I'm not in not in a good way. No. It's, it's mostly bad. But yeah. I, you know what though? But like I feel like I don't you know what's funny? I actually don't hate this little Star Wars plot line where he almost like becomes Darth Vader in a way. This it's whole, Darth Vader. It's, yeah, yeah, it's I, Darth Vader. I don't I actually didn't hate it when you guys were describing this, but I feel like what I what I hate memory loss plot lines where you yeah. can do anything. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't know who he is, you can do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, quick side note, because we forgot to mention it, and it's kind of essential for three later on. The key um, more. That what? well, there's the Keyblade. Okay, real quick. I'll let you do the Keyblade no, 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 war. Wait, wait, I'm putting the halt on this. None of this is real quick. This is all unbelievably like drawn. This whole series this is, is fucking insane. This is, a, this, is a, this is a quick one. So Terra, while he's going on his quest to find Xehanort, um, Xehanort convinces him that Ericus is the bad guy and wants to like kill Ventus, which he kind of does to right. prevent tragedy. Um, so Terra kills Ericus. His master. Yeah. So Great. Square, Square died. Yes, yes. it's Thank very symbolic. God. They realized that they fucking sucked. <laughs> Square died. <laughs> Just end me, bro. Keyblade War real um, fast. Also, uh, okay, yeah, Keyblade War. Just it ties into the X Blade thing that it once you get the X Blade and you unlock Kingdom Hearts, it'll make Keyblade wielders from all the worlds flock there and fight over the light of Kingdom Hearts. So that's the whole grand scheme of Master Xehanort that he wants to reignite the Keyblade War. Yep. Keyblade Firefest. You guys, you guys have final thoughts on uh, Birth by Sleep. I have one final thought. Um, it has nothing to do with what we just said. Um, Sounds like the series in a nutshell. It's, yeah. it's really just something <laughs> yeah. that I I want you guys to know because it's uh, a curious little tidbit that I feel like not many people know about this game. Okay. Um, the enemies, which we did not mention, oh, are called fuck. Unversed. Uh, Why? I need to know. They're Why? different. They're different from the Heartless, right? Because this, the, this was before the Heartless came into existence. So they're like Heartless in the sense that they're darkness, but they're dark emotions, yeah. not just dark hearts. It's what's inside of the heart. Right, and they all stem from Vanitas. It doesn't fucking matter. They're throwaway villains. It doesn't fucking yeah. matter. Don't worry about it. I could explain it to you. It's convoluted. It, they're fucking stupid. It's, 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 we needed a new enemy type. Quick, put this in the game. Um, Quick, do something. That's not the part I wanted to tell you about. The part I wanted to tell you about <laughs> is that was not their original name, Unversed. And, and, and in fact, in the game, they try to explain their name, but it's fucking hilarious because they say like, oh, it's because they're unversed in how to behave in life. So they it's just like, grammatically what? did it wrong? Um, well, interestingly, 
the original name of these uh, enemies is was un- Final Fantasy versus thirteen. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> we will mention that later. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, uh, the original name was Unbirth. Now, uh, interestingly, they I got feel away like with Mike this. Pence just entered the chat. Yeah. <laughs> they got away with this because the pronunciation of unbirth and unversed is the same for Japanese folks. Oh. So is this a localization issue? It's not a localization issue. This was intentional. It was originally supposed to be localized as unbirth. They changed it to unversed. Does anyone have any idea why? No. And this, by the way, you will not find this on the record, but like the the tidbits are there. I'm guessing because if you're going around killing things called nope. the unbirthed. Oh, really? It's not an abortion joke? So unbirth is a fetish. Um, so they were originally called unbirth. There's speculation about why. Um, obviously connected to the title Birth by Sleep. But basically, they had to drop all of the sort of lore aspects of these villains, and that's why it's they, they're just like one-offs. Um, and there's a lot of speculation that it has to do with that naming mechanism. They didn't realize, oh, fuck, if a bunch of kids play this game and they start Googling unbirth. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. no. Oh. Wow. So, ugh. I mean, <laughs> honestly, good for them for changing, because that would have been really fucking stupid yeah. if they did that. I kind of I mean, wish they kept it. That's you honestly can I tell you something. That was probably the most interesting final thought I've ever heard on this show. Was probably that. <laughs> Who's the guy that we keep referring to in the localization department? Is Steve, it Steve? Steve. Steve's, Steve's probably there like, like probably fucking like, Jesus. Steve's probably like that's the shit that I watch. No, 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 man. <laughs> Steve's no. like, oh great, the like, one thing I give a shit about. Now you're gonna make me remove it. They were like, listen, Steve, if you if you make another who else will I eat ice cream with line, you're <laughs> fucking done. He's like, I got to save this series. Yeah. I got to save these kids <laughs> yeah. from oh all God. these fucking furries. Oh, my God. Oh my yeah, God. I'm not going to lie. I've well, never heard a final thought that made me go on Urban Dictionary. But, yeah, Jesus. Oh, very interesting. Um, Josh, do you have any closing thoughts? Because I think we should plow right ahead to Recoded. Yes, please. Um, I like this game. Not a lot of people particularly enjoy it. It's serviceable. It moves the plot along. I also really like Tara's hair. That's all my brain can muster right now after that unbirthed. No, I just, I feel like all of us were unnerved by that. I just, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I, that was, honestly, that was the most interesting I really, thought I've ever I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm straight up not having a good time right now. No, <laughs> I just, I think we should plow right along here to, um, to Kingdom Hearts Recoded. Oh, fucking Christ. Um, well, I should say it's stylized as RE colon coded. Yeah. So actually that's actually a motif in the series where anytime you see that in the title, for instance, the 2000 series. Yes. Oh my God. The right, 2000, go the I, 2008 remake of Chain of Memories was titled Re Colon Chain of Memories. Oh or really? Re, Re Chain of Memories. So Recoded uh, was actually originally coded, and it was on Japanese cell phones in like I want to say 08 or 09. They remade it for the Nintendo DS. Um, the Japanese cell phone game never came to America, so that's why we just don't talk about it. This was a cell phone game. Originally, and then it got remade from the ground up uh, for the Nintendo DS. Yes. And aside from the cutscenes, the gameplay is completely different. Really? Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, why don't you give um, us a, a very general overview of the gameplay? Because I'm always so fat. I've asked this question about every entry because I feel like there have been so many different versions of this game. You have the card version, the hack and slash version. Yep. Is this one more of the action route again? So this is action again. Um, and actually, despite the fact that the story in this one is fucking atrocious. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, it's bad. It's, uh, if you thought shock. the other ones were bad, this is much worse. The gameplay's not bad. Um, it's actually, it it ports the command deck system yeah. that I mentioned from Birth by Sleep. It it does that, and it does it to, to pretty decent effect for the Nintendo DS. It's much better than, than 358 Days Over 2, which is just kind of bland. Um, and on top of that, it... it um, it kind of changes things up a little bit because each world has its own gimmick um, where the gameplay is completely different. Um, you can have a shoot 'em up in one world. You can have um, turn-based uh, Final Fantasy style in another uh, side-scrolling platformer. Um, so it switches up the gameplay constantly. And granted, none of the systems are super deep, 
but they're done competently enough to the point where it's like I'm still engaged with it, you know? Do what I find very interesting about the point in the discussion. We're about three hours in at this point. Oh, my God. I forgot that this game had a Final Fantasy tie-in. Like, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like it the past two hours, I don't even think we've mentioned it. Uh, yeah. Part of that is because most of the Final Fantasy characters are just cameo appearances. Yeah. And yeah. actually, the, the further in we get, because there are so many original characters added... It starts to filter out. Yeah. It starts to filter out. It's exactly. Like, yeah, so one, one had a heavy emphasis on them, two had a decent emphasis, and then it just gets less and less as the sure. franchise Sure. So when it, when it comes to Recoded, um, I think, you know... I've been asking you guys maybe more standard questions. What does it play like? What does it sound like? Yep. Do you maybe want to give people... You guys said the story is atrocious. It, it's awful. I, it's, do, you, do you guys maybe want to give... We don't have to go over every plot point. Do you want to maybe give maybe the quick bullet points of why it's bad or what does... Or does... Do you think there are, there's anything about the game that people need to know because three eventually happens no so <laughs> josh says no it is it, it's actually it's actually the least relevant out of all okay. of the titles um but the reason why i like to mention it on this podcast is because it is the dumbest conceptually okay um even with a game like three five eight days over two i hate every um, time you say that <laughs> yeah. so sometimes we for for sake of simplicity sometimes i just call it days but Thank um you. even with a game like that the concept of playing as roxas in the organization is kind of interesting right you get a, a slice of life of of what he was doing before the events of two sure sounds interesting want to know what happened with him with this game the entire point of it, I don't know, Josh actually mentioned this very, very briefly um, when we were talking about Kingdom Hearts 2, that it ends on a little sequel bait clip, post-credits clip yep. of Sora, Kairi, and Riku. Remember, they're back on the island. They're, they're all home. Everything's peaceful. They get a note from Mickey, and they're reading it, and you don't see what it is. Now, back... In the day, I just read that as in, uh, oh, they go on to have adventures and whatever. Wait, you don't from Mickey Mouse. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You don't need. What does the note say? I wish I had a full length movie. I still don't have <laughs> 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 um, the entire point of this game is to explain what's in that letter. That is it. Oh, so it's kind of a self-contained story that they don't do well. N not even remotely. Um, <laughs> Can I ask a dumb question? Yeah. Yes. Who do you play as in this game? You play as Data Sora. The whole plot, the, the whole point of this game is Mickey didn't renew his Norton antivirus. God damn it, Mickey. That's so like the this. best way I know how to describe it. Yeah. So the game starts off with Jiminy Cricket, which we haven't even fucking mentioned and you're yet. Not, Wait, you're, a, and, and you're not using slang. It literally starts really with Jiminy Cricket. You're not it's, saying Jiminy Cricket It starts with no, no, the, the actual character. Yeah. Jiminy okay. motherfucking Cricket yeah. is looking through his journal because, uh, and we didn't mention this previously, but he's been with you the entire series. What? Um, he's not, he's not like really an active character. Um, it's a journal mechanic, right? Yeah. So like when on the pause menu, if yeah. you scroll down to the journal, it says, you know, the events that have happened, characters that you've met up with, um, that's Jiminy's journal. He's just there to chronicle the events that happened. Yeah. Um, so in this game, he's just going over his journals from the previous games. And while he's looking through it, he notices a mysterious message in one of the journals that he doesn't recall writing. So he goes to Mickey and says, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and Mickey's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, I just, I just pictured the journal. I always giggled because I pictured the journal page just saying like, I, I shitted and farted. <laughs> <laughs> so rather than like the sensible solution of like, given a call to a few people and being like, do you know what the fuck this is? <laughs> they instead decide to use, um, what kind of fucking machine is this? It's like a data converter machine on the a journal computer. that digit. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's Windows like, 98. I, it's, yeah, Windows 98. <laughs> I don't think Windows 98 can do this shit because yeah, okay. it, it digitizes the journal. So you have a whole data world of the events of mostly Kingdom Hearts 1. Fuck off. So, Mega Man Battle Network, baby. Dude, that was basically, a, don't yeah. you dare bring that good game into this conversation. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
so literally, uh, the whole premise of the game is terrible. They is <laughs> yes, that um, is you play as Data Sora going through this data world to try to find because there's all of a sudden there's glitches in it and the glitches stem from this mysterious message. This is literally fucking Mega Man Battle Network. <laughs> yes, yeah. game too. Yeah, I mean. Go ahead. Bro. And uh, he he just journeys through all the worlds of mostly Kingdom Hearts One again. Are you fucking kidding? Let me, me let me remind you. We He's did Kingdom Hearts One. We did Chain of Memories, and now this game are literally going through the same exact fucking worlds again. Like literally these repeating same. the same story beats too. That's unbelievable, right? Yeah. So um, in this game, you end up finding out that the the message was from nominee and she was because she was looking at Sora's memory and she found out he was connected to all these other people like Ventus and and all all of them are waiting for you to go save them and that was the message yeah so but you, you could yeah. skip this entry entirely I yeah. haven't I haven't mentioned the best part okay is this oh, ironic I'm so happy you're getting um the best part. yeah yes yeah go ahead please um so there is a character in this game um it's data Riku Except the little monkey from Mega Man, from Mega Man Legends, the guy who saves the game, who dances. Data, data. Yeah, this game. <laughs> oh my God. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So you know how you have regular Sora and yeah. Data Sora. So yeah. there's regular Riku and then Data Riku, it's right? AOL Riku. Yeah, AOL Riku. <laughs> um, except it's not Riku. It is a personification of Jiminy's journal. Jiminy's journal has a will of its own and it possesses the data form of Riku and that's who that character is. And Jim he guides you. And that is a real fucking plot point in this godforsaken series. is a good move. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jiminy found the death note, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, this poor Riku guy, he just keeps getting possessed. You know what's so funny? Shit. Like I've actually, this one is actually good though, because like the journal oh, is good, dude. Okay, I, mean, I actually had a really fun time discussing this one, even though I never played it. Um, unless you guys have anything major you want to talk about with this one, I think you should give me your final thoughts on it. On on uh, if on there's, this, anything, uh, left if there's anything left to say, <laughs> I fucking hate this game. Because you, you, Josh, you said it's really you can skip it. Yeah, you can. You honestly. The only reason I even found out about this game, um, it was actually, it was around the time the three was about to come out and I was checking my history to make sure I didn't miss anything. And yeah. I got the remastered collection, um, for PS4. Um, and I saw that and I got the movie version basically because they didn't import any of the gameplay. All you do is watch cutscenes from the fucking game. Wait, oh what? wait, 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 that's what? it. It's an option. I'm going to hold up. We, we, it's right next to me conveniently. Wow. There In this collection, you get a good amount of gameplay, but for Recoded, it's literally just a fucking movie. All you do is watch the cutscenes from the game. Because they know you don't want to do play, play it. Each game? and every game in this series has gone through various director's cuts, re-releases, yeah. remakes, repackages, uh, HD ports. Yeah, it's just a they're very fucking guilt, mess. They're very guilty of that with this. It's the same as the Resident Evil franchise. It, it's milking it for all it's worth, basically. Matt, um, you, I was, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Josh. Then I was going to ask Matt for final thoughts. Yeah, insummation, just pass. Pass. Yeah. Matt, final thoughts on Recoded? Just what I said before. Jiminy's journal is Riku. That's fucking it. We got to move on to the the Food Network uh, release <laughs> oh my God. of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> This is the uh, the Guy Fieri produced DDD. Triple D, baby. This is Kingdom Hearts Triple D. I just picture like Riku and the Camaro driving. Yeah. Down. <laughs> so this one, um, I'm going to guess the plot line is um, Sora goes to a bunch of different restaurants at, at Universal and, and tries to get the recipes. For, like, I don't even know. Actually, that favorite happens world in the third is Flavor Town. The Flavor World is Sora goes to Flavor Town. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call this episode uh, "Sora Goes to Flavor Town." Oh What's my the real God. name of this game? Dream Drop Distance, Got aka it. 3D. Got it. Because um, it was on the 3DS. Oh, yeah, fuck off, it was an man. early 3DS game. I'm pretty sure, like 2012. Oh, that's yeah, early. Yep. Um, Matt, if you want to open about this game, and then we can um, go through the standard like fucking drilling this game through full of holes, I guess. <laughs> 
but this game is so bad. Oh, I need to it, open it. Is it really bad? It's stupid from the very first fucking scene. Wait, wait, if wait. If you thought the plot was convoluted up till this point, just fucking this, wait. This is the it game that, that made me realize that this game, this series is irredeemable. I'm not even joking. Oh, I, um... When we're talking uh, Dream Drop Distance, is did you guys get this on release? No. Or, were, or was this one of these um, where you're like, man, Kingdom Hearts 3 was supposed to be out at this point, so I'm just going to buy it? Or were you kind of fed up with this at this point? I, I, so I'm, I'm actually glad you mentioned that because uh, this is the first game in the series that I did not get it on release. Okay. Um, oh, yep. yep. Uh, everyone before that, I mean, aside, Kingdom Hearts 1 was kind of, an accident. I didn't mean to get it, but after that, I would always get it day one, right? And uh, 3D um, took me about a year. Mm. Um, you knew it existed, and you chose not. To I get knew it. I knew it okay. existed, and I chose not to play it. I just had no motivation to do it. But the thing is, back in the day in high school, after two, I'm like Kingdom Hearts three. I'm going to play it. I made this oath to myself, yep. and so. It, it just felt like an obligation to me. Like, I need to play this game. Right. Because it's important for three. Sure. Kind yeah. of like uh, this game to three is what Chain of Memories was to two. It leads into it. And sure. so you really, really need to play this game in order to understand so three. So you do need to play the Flavortown release. <laughs> yes. Correct. Yeah. I, I'm kind of on the same note with you there where I remember when the game came out and I saw some of the footage and this was the first title that I saw from this franchise where I looked at it and I remember my verbatim was, you know what? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I just, I didn't care enough to bother with it when it first came out. Well, do you guys think this, I, I think you're going to disagree with me here. Cause keep in mind, I, I keep in mind, I, I actually played about two minutes of this game really right? back in 2012. Cause I got it for free. Oh, okay. Yep, um, yep. But then I just didn't play it. But do you guys, is there anything positive in this game, at least being outright stupid the whole time and not at least not trying to trick you into thinking it's a serious game? Is there any I, positive into it being self-aware that it's wicked dumb? I never, I have never thought this series was self-aware. It was dumb. That's the problem. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I just think that they, they think th that this plot is deeper than it actually is, that all this successive curtain pulling and adding another branch to the diagram of villains and protagonists is deep when really it's not. It's not per se complicated. I can sit there and draw it out on a piece of paper, but it's convoluted. And uh, I I fucking hate Tetsuya Nomura. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, for, for DDD, and we don't. I don't think we have to go over every dumb plot point that's irrelevant. Do you guys maybe want to pick out a couple of points from this game that people need to know for Kingdom Hearts Three? Essentially, if you remember back to the Mark of Mastery exam from Birth by Sleep, um, it comes back in this with Master Yensid basically telling Riku and Sora, you know, the big war is coming now that you've killed. Ansem, Seeker of Darkness, and Zemnis, they're one person again. So let's let's un unpackage this a little because oh, Jesus, I feel like I we're forgot. already going to... So the revelation, and it's in a, a secret ending in Recoded, is... I um, forgot it wasn't that one. God is it. that... Um, so re remember, you defeated Ansem in one, you defeated Zemnis in two, and then you find out, actually, when you defeat someone's nobody and you defeat their heartless the two parts recombine to form the original person so in other words the original xehanort is back yeah come on as an old man oh trust me i mean as soon as i saw that's part of the reason why i didn't want to play this because it was like fuck this series yeah right? it's just like the god i'm, I'm just kind of looking back here kingdom Hearts 2 came out in 2006 where are we at 2012 yes yeah. and it's just like you guys are waiting for keep on i had no i didn't play this franchise at all yeah and so when i'm thinking like 2006 now it's 2012 they're just fucking dicking around like right. what's going yes. on here they're kind of they're trying to make everything this is the point where i was convinced they were trying to tie in all of the games to set up for a ridiculous amount of fan service come the third game um, because the whole concept of, okay, old Xehanort's back because he killed the two halves and he's, you know, bad again and he's full power and blah, blah, blah. 
And Yen Sid basically telling the two kids, like, hey, take your mark of mastery. You're going to need to be Keyblade Masters if you want to beat them, because right now you can't. Um, the whole game is you taking the mark of mastery exam. And there's this split dynamic um, between you play as Sora and then you just, is it after a set time limit, you jump to Riku? I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, it is. So the thing that pissed me off about this game was I'd be in the middle of a point with Sora making progress. I'd reach a certain point and then yank. Now I'm playing Riku and it's like, well, fuck, I don't remember where I was. I don't remember exactly mm. what I was doing. And now I'm with this character. And then it would just keep shifting back and forth, basically. That would infuriate me to no end. And it's it's not like, a oh, you complete an arc and you save and now I'm over here. It's like, no, like, all of a sudden I'm Sora, I'm walking. Oh, look, a chest. Fuck, I'm Riku. And then you go back to Sora. Where the Why? fuck am I? Why do they do that? It's just, it's... It's a there's it's plot relevant, but yeah. it's stupid. It's, I, does, does it feel like a, I feel like at this point you guys are so exasperated with the franchise. It's like, why am I putting up with this? That yeah. But that, you guys did finish this. Yep. I confession. I looked up the ending on YouTube. I couldn't bring myself <laughs> to finish it. I couldn't fucking I do it. Me. The game pissed me off too much. Yeah. I got enough gameplay where I got a flavor of the game and I was like, all right, I don't like this. And then I just hopped on YouTube and I was like, for the sake of knowing what happens to further the story. And so I'm ready for when three eventually comes out and I'm in my nursing home. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm going to just watch it on YouTube and see the ending. Do you, is there anything positive to take from this game? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Pokemon. That's it. So, I mean, some of the worlds, I mean, it's good. It's all, I'm always, you know, thumbs up when it comes to them actually adding new fucking Disney worlds rather than doing the retreads. Yeah. So this one does a lot of new Disney worlds. It does uh, Fantasia World, which I thought was pretty great. Um, it did Hunchback of Notre Dame. That was a good one. I did, um, I did get that does far. Tron Legacy. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeff Bridges Tron included. Legacy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Why do they well, keep- not the real Jeff Bridges, but like his likeness. Gotcha. I was like, I was about to say, why do they keep paying these actors so much money for these shit games? I don't know. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah, and like I mentioned, the only plus I really had, I mean, you, you raise a good point, and now I sound like a dick, but like, I like the Pokemon. That was it. <laughs> you want to explain the Pokemon for everybody? Uh, just briefly. I mean, it's just, this is like the Pokemon game for for kingdom hearts um it's you collect the, little creatures they do stuff right it's like it's, actually it's more like persona than pokemon though. yeah 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 um it's uh so they're called dream eaters um just long story short you go your the mark of mastery exam is in this realm called the sleeping worlds um I'm it's sleeping in this franchise yeah. i slept on this franchise for yeah. about 20 years but they, keep sleeping my yeah, friend keep sleeping <laughs> um so it's completely separate from like the the real world um there are dream equivalents to the worlds and kind of like with the unverse the the dream eaters are just the throwaway baddies in in there and they're the dream world's equivalent of heartless cuz heartless can't exist there so the dream equivalent to them does yeah but you can get you can, a few you can catch them. You, you can, can tame them. And yeah, you can pet them. Is there any? So it's like the Chow Garden. There's one. Yeah. That, there's one that looks like a big hamster that I really enjoy, and that was about it. I mean, do you guys have any major points you want to bring up, or do you want to go into final thoughts? We should mention. I need to, how it ends. I, I, I need to explain this because it it's it's crucial. You know what? For why don't you guys, as best you can, why don't you give a maybe a, a brief summary of how this ends? Oh fuck! Um, I can I can Matt. Why don't you take it? All right, so here's the deal. What the organization is back in this. I feel like you're just so frustrated. (laughs) I'm very frustrated. Is it obvious? Like, is it real quick? Is it transparent? Like, how frustrated we get? Like, as we move down the line of describing these games. Yeah, because this is how we felt. Like, Like, Beppy and I trying to talk about Resident Evil Six. It's just it's painful. This yep. was the natural progression of emotions as the franchise yep. went on. Yeah. Go so, ahead. So, so the organization is back. It doesn't make any fucking sense because you killed all of them, right? You yep. killed all of them in two, and this is the one before three. How are they back? And that's the mystery. How are these guys alive again? Um, Don't tell me it's the missing fourteenth guy. No. Thank God. Um, no. Can you ma'am. can you guess? No. I no. I'm not doing any more guessing. <laughs> <laughs> What is the one mechanic that this story has not mentioned? The one way you can bring someone back from the past. Fucking turning the game off and reloading. (laughs) (laughs) 
Turn the game off, bring it back to GameStop. Yeah, bring it back to GameStop. <laughs> no. My friends, we have time, time travel. travel. No! Yeah! Yes! Yeah, we, we get have time, time travel. travel. Yeah, so, boy. so by the way, it's pretty great because um, the villain, the main villain in this one, is a young Xehanort. I'm talking from like decades ago when he was a little kid. Like we'd never seen him before. You mean great as in bad? Or no, no, he sucks. <laughs> um, so, so um, it's great because they, I, I'm not even joking. You can count it. It's like a 15 minute long scene of him explaining to Riku how the mechanics of the time travel work in this series. You have to sit there and be fucking tutored on this bullshit. So uh, the the short version of it is when you lose your heart, when your heart is separated from your body, as in like when you become a heartless, this somehow gives you the ability to travel back in time to any prior time where you were existent right why not so right? so why, no, why not fuck it yeah, right? yeah. Fuck it. let's just go yeah so xehanort when he's recombined goes back in time all the way to when he was a little kid right the the main antagonist of this game and the kid version then travels forward in time and collects organization members across time and brings them to the present. Dude, I'm in like physical pain. Like this yep. is like fucking awful. Yep. And this is necessary for three, by the way. Oh, that's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. So, that's unbelievable. so <laughs> it's yeah. Um, the point you find out the real point of organization 13 is that, uh, so remember the X blade. Yes. Remember how the, the way you get the X-Blade is you get a heart of pure darkness and a heart of pure light. Well, they decided to retcon that and say, <laughs> and say, actually, that was the shortcut method that Master Xehanort was trying to do, and he realized it was destined to fail. The real true method that was there since the beginning was you need 13 hearts of darkness and seven hearts of pure light. So that's why in one, in Kingdom Hearts 1, you are gathering the princesses of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then the 13 uh, guys and two and whatever, that bullshit. So they try to make the series seem all connected, but really it's just them... They fucked it up and they had to find a way to, to give you relevance or a point to do this. Yeah. Right. It, it was severe backpedaling, basically. Like. So basically when the 13... <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, I got it. I, I can summarize it right now. Yeah. Do you know how you get the X-Blade? You have to keep buying the repackaged versions of these games because we need <laughs> fucking money for Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Yep. That's how you make the X-Blade. So uh, basically, when you get the 13 and the 7, you get the the real X-Blade. And, um, this is exhausting. I love Nick just like rubbing his eyes over <laughs> yeah, there. Like he's, waiting, he's, he's waiting for the aneurysm to burst. Yeah, it's unreal. <laughs> and uh, most of the old organization members weren't worthy vessels. So, oh, I didn't even mention that. Fuck, Fuck. you. Fuck you. Oh, you this is the best now? part. Okay, when I say 13 hearts of darkness, they are all Xehanort. Why? Everyone. <laughs> everyone. No. So you remember so, how Xehanort put himself in Terra? Yeah. Now he's putting himself in everybody. So this is this is this was the purpose of Organization 13. He'd put a piece of their his heart into every one of them so that he could make him 13 other or 12 other Xehanorts and they would represent the th the darkness part of the the explain. Can you can you just think about Steve for a second who's been with this franchise the whole <laughs> time trying to translate this? He's he's probably like, "Guys, can we go back to the hearts and the darkness and the ice cream? Like, do we really <laughs> have to do this?" So, so, man, so if you want to continue, just just wrapping up. I mean, that's those are the major beats there. Um pretty much after that, I mean, the only other thing that's semi-relevant is that they try to make Sora the 13th vessel. Right, they don't have Roxas anymore, yep. and they're they're one short. They have twelve. They're various characters from the series. You don't know who who's in the organization, the new organization, or not. But the you know that they're one short. They try to get Sora to become the thirteenth vessel in this game. They fail, um, and then 
you know, you get a little post-mission debrief about, well, guess we're going to have to prepare because they're going to get a 13th. And if they get their 13, they're going to go after the princesses of heart. And we can't let them do that. Dude, I get it. Versus 13. Oh, I get it. Shit. I get it. Galaxy dude, brain. Dude, no, you don't. <laughs> no, I know. I definitely don't. <laughs> definitely, you, I definitely don't. Dude, that is just the, the beginning of versus 13. I am seriously, I'm not even joking. I think this series is going to tie into versus 13. If you do, I will, let's put a bet right now. Like I will buy you, I will buy the game for we'll you. Buy versus 13 I will buy for it you. for you if they do that. Um, you cannot buy it for me and that'd be even better. Okay. Yeah, I'll save my money. Play it. So <laughs> why don't we very, very quickly here, why don't we give a final thought on DDD? I forgot we were still talking about this game. Yeah, I did too. Oh my God. My brain is oatmeal at this point. Yeah. <sighs> Next. Um, I guess I, final thought would be the mechanics are dumb. Okay. The storyline is if I didn't think it could sink any lower at this point when this happened in the franchise is even dumber. I'm visibly frustrated as a young man at this point. Yeah. And even talking about it now, I'm still it. I haven't simmered at all. I'm still filled with just as much rage. Matt, you have a rapid fired final thought on this. Dicks, dicks, dicks. <laughs> 3d. Um, as the, uh, the, the final part of, uh, I should say the final segment of this part, there are there are a couple of, I guess, releases that came before Kingdom Hearts 3. You know, you have um, UX.2 and 2.8. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce these. I don't know. You guys, you guys said maybe you had a couple of sentences yeah. about each of these. Oh, you, you mean Derpy Fun Mobile Game? I, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I, I just, all I know is I think that's what they're called. So um, just, just briefly on the zero... Oh, wait, did I say 13? I, th I think I meant Kingdom Hearts 3, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Feels um, like fucking 13. <laughs> so so 0 0.2 and 2.8 are actually part of the, the, the same package. Um, so there's Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. That Fuck. is the actual These fucking title. These titles are fucking so bad. Um, and that's all the reason why I even wanted to mention it. It's just because of the title. Okay. Um, so it consists of a, a remake of... 3 3D for the the PS3 slash four. Yeah. I don't know why anyone would want to replay that garbage. Yeah. But um, and you. on top of it, it gives you a playable scenario uh, for Aqua that takes place directly after Birth by Sleep. So it's technically like a sequel to Birth by Sleep. It's her in the realm of darkness. Remember the last time we heard from her. She tried to save Terra and fucked up, and she's been there for decades, right? Right. So it's just her playing through the realm of darkness, and you find out that she was in the background of certain events in uh, Kingdom Hearts 1. Um, the gameplay is pretty good. There's not really anything notable to happen. It's not a full-fledged game, but sure. it's another bullshit title. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep 0.2, A Fragmentary Passage. These titles are even worse than Bravely Default. Oh, like, yes. Bravely Second. Oh, I, it's like, even, or Dot yeah. Hack. This is even worse. Is I don't know, Josh. Did you have any comments on uh, maybe that? Maybe a or? couple of quick fire sentences about these three releases. Pointless cash grab. Um, I mean, really, did you lump back, um, was it back cover in there too? Or fucking. Oh, uh, we haven't even mentioned that. Bed, Bath, okay. and Beyond, whatever the fuck <laughs> what? it was called. Yeah. Well, well, so. I'm just trying to think of like the best way to summarize all of these into like. Did you need them? No, but three made you need them, basically. So, so, okay. So the UX one, yeah, that that stands for a couple different things, and I literally mean that. Of course. Um, originally, this game was titled Kingdom Hearts Key or Kingdom Hearts X. Yeah, remember it's yeah. using the same bullshit as X Blade. Um, so this was a browser game. Wow. In Japan. What? what? And just yep. like Kingdom Hearts Coded, it never came out in America. Thank God. Uh, they remade it. <laughs> oh, damn it. For, of course they did. That's they, what they do in this whole fucking yep, series. <laughs> yep. They remade it for uh, mobile phones. So. Um, There's Jim Faced again. Yeah, go yep, ahead. Yep. So they remade it as Kingdom Hearts, we'll say UX. Um, the UX originally st stood for. Um, Unchained key. 
Okay. And then it transformed. <laughs> Great reaction. <laughs> and then it transformed into Union Cross. You can thank Steve for that. And uh, so this mobile game, by the way, takes place before all of the games in the series. Sure, just Rem- keep backing it up. Remember, like it yeah, matter. remember how uh, we mentioned the Keyblade War? Yeah, sure. So, so we didn't even say this before, but fuck it, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's just the reoccurring. So, man. so the Keyblade War franchise. happened like thousands of years ago. Cool. Yeah. And of course, why not? Master Xehanort's whole plan with the X Blade and all that is that he wants to reignite yeah. the Keyblade War. Keyblade War Two, right? Yeah. You storm Nur- Normandy or yeah, some know. bullshit. Like I don't that. know. Um, he killed Finneman. Yeah. <laughs> Better than Dunkirk. Um, so this takes place in olden times with the Keyblade War, and because it's a mobile game, there's a lot of connectivity with like other players online. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's fine. It's kind of pay to win bullshit. It's a fucking phone game, right? And right. And so the longest time, uh, they said it's not really canon. It doesn't matter. Uh, this game is still ongoing. It's been going for like six years. Really? The plot has still not resolved. And not only is it canon, it's pretty directly referenced in, in three. And uh, so they just backpedaled on that and they made it relevant just like every other fucking game in the series just because, hey, if you don't understand this, it's not our fault that you didn't play X, Y, and Z. Dude, fuck this. I'm going to make my own Kingdom Hearts. You know, I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to open my own Kingdom Hearts kingdom called like Greg's Pizza Palace. <laughs> I'm going to make it, I'm going to backpedal so hard. I think you mean Craig's Pizza Palace. PPP. Yeah, something like that. So okay. Wait, did you guys play this mobile game? I did not. Okay. I played it for a while um, and I gave the fuck up because yeah. kind of <laughs> kind of like with Days, it's just a lot of fetch quests. It's a lot yeah. of doing the same things over game. again. Yeah, it's very repetitive. And it's, its story is ongoing and it's relevant to three and it's relevant to the future of the series. I hate it. And oh, it's sucks. so bullshit. So I yeah. can't even I can't even walk you through the story right now because to explain done. it would be so convoluted. So basically they and made a mo- oh, sorry, it has something to do with alternate realities and and uh time travel and all this other bullshit, but it's not clear what's going on. We don't even know if the events of the game are like in real life or in a book or in a data world. I don't even know if this podcast exists right now because I'm gonna fucking time warp, dude. This is like <laughs> yeah. unfair. No, you, you see what happened was your heart got separated from your body, so your older self went back to this moment to tell your younger self to make a podcast about this convoluted series so that people in the future could understand it and you could assemble thirteen people who actually know what the fuck happens in this goddamn franchise. That's unreal. Fuck you, Josh. Fuck you. <laughs> I just it's simple. Um, yeah, I just I am so happy I did not get invested in this franchise. Holy crap. I'm really glad that I have you guys on here to explain it for me. As so I, I go ahead, sh- yeah. I was just gonna say, and I don't know how you feel, but like at this point, this was this was the lead up to three. Like we knew it was coming. It was on the horizon. But at this point, it was a mix of like what we used to look forward to turned into anger and fuck it. I just want to play it to know how this shit ends. Like we just want it to be over with. That is a perfect segue because um, that's going to wrap this part because the next segment is the final segment where we finally get to talk about Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, so thank you guys for enduring the pain and uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is next. <laughs> 